starting Bezus Hashem, Daf Pebez, and we'll begin at the Bayim in a second to last line on Pe'al Fomid Bez. Let's just quickly recap where we're at in, in, in regards to um, the Machlekes between Rav Yesi and the Chachamim of this parak, just so we're, the ideas remain fresh in our minds. So the Mishnah had started, again, don't, we're not worried, we had one Daf that we basically dealt with the in, right? What is the Tanai? But the, point, the general idea was there was a Machlekes between the Rabbanon and Rav Yesi, whether or not Rechitza and Kishut, Eskashet, if she makes a nether, is that considered Inuy Nefesh? So if she says that she's not going to bathe, and she says that she's not going to put on makeup, is that Inuy Nefesh or not? The Rabbanon held it is Inuy Nefesh, and Rabbi held it's not Inuy Nefesh. Now, we discussed in yesterday's daf, okay, according to Rabbi Yesi, it's not Inuy Nefesh, but what about, would it be considered Dvarm Shebeinah? And we answered, we brought, we brought Bryce, and we said, yes, it would be Dvarm Shebeinah. And some, some other stuff in the Bryce yesterday we discussed. Okay, so the basic idea what we're up to is that the nafkamina between whether it's Inuy Nefesh or Dvarm Shebeinah, the way we explained it in the Ran, <coughs> back on Ayin Testament Bez at the beginning of the parak was that if it's, if it's, Inu Nefesh, then the Baal could be made for the whole thing in Gansin, for him and for others. If it's Dvarm so then he can only be made for what's Shayach to him, meaning as long as she is Shayach to him, that's how long the Hafara will last. For example, if he should divorce her, and then she marries somebody else, at that point, he can no longer be machzer her. So that is with, at, with the point in which the Hafara would go away. And what that basically means is that the Neder, and we have to keep this in mind, that the Neder really is still there, even with the hafara of the Baal, that <clears throat> the, the nether is still there, or it reappears, okay, but the hafara only lasts for a defined period. And we, so we're going to see this idea, we're actually going to see this theme today on Ahmed Bey's, of today's daf, of this idea that the hafara, again, we're going to limit, we're going to define where the hafara takes effect. But for now, we're going to ask the following shadows. So now we're going to ask it the other way. So second to last line, pay. Aleph Omid Beis, Bayim Minei Rava Meir of Nachman. So we discussed, and really yesterday when we brought the Brisa, Rav Yesi, so we brought in Tashmish, we explained how this Tashmish would be Devarim Shemena right, which essentially was when she said that she doesn't want to have enough from Tashmish. So, and because of the idea of Ein Mechilun Adam Davar HaAsurlai, so therefore it now becomes, even though it's Tashmish, it now becomes a Devarim Shemena Levena. Okay, so that is where we're up to. So now, Bay Minei Rav Amirav Nachman. Okay, so if we have our sides here, Rechitza Kishet, according to the Rabbanon, is Varm Shemena Levena. Rechitza Kishet, according to Rabbi Yaisi, I'm sorry, Rechitza Kishet, according to the Rabbanon, is Inu Nefesh. Rechitza Kishet, according to Rabbi Yaisi, is Varm Shemena Levena. Tashmish, we brought in the Brisa yesterday, at least Tashmish said in this way, in Rabbi Yaisi, is So let's fill in the missing piece. As we're building information, we're trying to figure out, okay, now according to the Rabbanon, is it Inuy or not? According to Rabbi Yesi, we know that it's Zvarm Shreyna Levena, but just like we saw yesterday, according to Rabbi Yesi, Rechitza and Kishot is Zvarm Shreyna Levena, and the Rabbanon hold that's Inuy, so now that we know Tashmish, according to Rabbi Yesi, is Zvarm Shreyna Levena, according to the Rabbanon, is it Inuy, or is it also Zvarm Shreyna Levena Levena? So which one is it? Now the rush here. It has to be, and, and so the Rishon definitely discuss it. The the Pashan understanding is we're talking about where which which is gonna it's interesting where we're gonna bring a raya from. 
Okay, and then how you learn that Mishnah on Datsadi. But yeah, well, let's, let's keep things in line and just assume that we're talking about, the, she says, Hanas Tash Mishalai. So you're in the exact same boat that we were in in Rabbi Yaisi, meaning the Gemara is going through a progression. In Rabbi Yaisi, we define, whatever Tashish we define in Rabbi Yaisi, that the Hainu, when she says that I'm not going to have Hana, that becomes a Dvarm Shreena because So according to the, the Rabbanon, is that going to be considered Enoi or not? Now, the rush jumps in here, and we alluded to it yesterday in the, in the, in the uh, Pirish of the, the Shittim Rukubetzis, but he brings in, um, he says, what about the, in Yuma, Right? You, have to, you have to deal with this other Gemara where we have Inui in Yuma in regards to Yom Kippur. And the Gemara there brings in as a raya that Tashmish is Inui. Where? Because the Pasuk says, Imtanez Benoisai. We quoted this yesterday. It's the third to last line in the rush. So he says, at the end of the third to last line, Avagab de Gabe Yom Kippur, Mikri, Inui Nefesh, Umaisi, Lemekron, Tanez Benoisai, Kras, Machta Baal, Mahumidra, Banon, Huda, Asr, Mididav, and Yelsa Sound. He says, Midra Banon. Others learn that, that, uh, that the Isser is in a Sitaris. It's just not, there's not going to be Karis. But the point is, the, the regard, the, the idea of calling Tashmish real Inui for Nadarim purposes, that maybe is only a Smachta in the Pasuk. We can't necessarily learn from Yom Kippur. Okay, so therefore we're going to ask the Shiloh now in the Rabbanon again. We know, let's just repeat it again. Rechitza and Kishet, according to the Chachamim, is Inoi Nefesh. Rechitza and Kishet, according to Rabbi Yesi, Rechitza, Kishet, and Tashmish are the Vamshman of So we want to know, according to the Rabbanon, what is, what is the Geder of Tashmish in this way, where she's saying, Hanas Tashmish Echalai, do we also say that it's Inoi or Vamshman of So the Gemara says, Umar brings the Mishnah later, Amrle Tani Sua, Venetula Animina Yehudim. So the Mishnah says later, she says, Natula Animi Yehudim, that um, the woman makes a nether that she is not going to have. Again, you have to say this is Hanas Tashmish on all Yehudim. So Natula Animina Yehudim, Yafer Chalkai Umisham Shasai, that the Baal is Mefer his Chalek. Okay, and he can have Tashmish with her. However, she remains usher. The Isser remains in effect. Her nether remains in effect for all the Yehudim. Now, if you tell me that it's Inoi Nefesh, I'm Yehudim. So, again, if it's Inoi Nefesh, what did we say? What's the difference between Inoi Nefesh and Dvarm Shemanel Bena? That the Baal can be made for Bein La'asma and Bein La'acherim. So, why should the nether remain in effect for Acherim if it's Inoi Nefesh? So, we have a Raya that it's Dvarm even according to the Rabbanon. So the Gemara says, No, 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 no. Our Shaila was in the Rabbanon, and our Shaila is still true. Why? And this theme is going to come up a couple times as well. It's really Rabbi Yaisi. It's not the Rabbanon. Okay, meaning, Because the Rav Huna brings down that our entire Perek, is Rabbi Yaisi, meaning from the time, Mimai, Kima the Katani Rabbi Yaisi, Aymer, Ain Elu, Nidre, Inay Nefesh. Okay, so again, if you go to our Mishnah, our Mishnah brought down the Chachamim, then it said, Amar Rabbi Yaisi, Ain Elu, Nidre, Inay Nefesh, referring to Rechitza and Kishot. And then we said, Be'elu, hey, Nidre, Inay Nefesh, according to Rabbi Yaisi, he agrees, Paris are going to be Inay Nefesh, which we'll get to in a moment over here. But then at the end, what does the end of our Mishnah say? Divre Rabbi Yaisi. Okay, so from the fact that it says Dibri Rabbi at the end, it shows that at, from that point forward, all of the rest of the Stam Mishnayis of our Perek are actually going to be Rabbi What's the Nafgamina? So the Radha Namad Bey says the Nafgamina is, don't think, normally we say Halacha Kestam, 
you have to understand the Stam is going like Rabbi Yesi, and the Chachamim argue, don't, don't, we're not going to go like the Stam Mishnah. So don't think that it's a Stam Mishnah, Stam Mishnah, it's all Rabbi Yesi, and we're, different Rabbi Yesi is prefacing all the rest of Mishnah Yisna Perak. Point is that you're, don't bring me a Raya from the Tulani Mina Yehudim, that it must be Neder when she answers Tashvish, must be Dvarmish Mina <clears throat> because the nether remains into effect, because that could be Rabbi Rabbi just like Rechitza, just like Kishot, it's the Rabbi Shemayin So to Tashmish, we were clear it's the Rabbi Shemayin but from the fact that the Rabbanon argue on Rabbi in regards to Rechitza and Kishot, maybe they also argue on Rabbi in regards to Tashmish, and therefore we are not Peshit the Shiloh, and that's the way the Ran says, in Halacha, keeping the Bayan like Ifshitan Akhtinon Lechomra, Veina Mefer, Alamishim Dorin Okay, there is a second Lashon in the Ran. We try to push it from the next Gemara, but he, the Ran, is the that. So now, Amar Shmuel, let's look at the next Gemara. Amar Shmuel, Mishmei Dalevi, Kol Nidarim, any Nidarim, and the Ran says clearly that this is Nidarim of Inuy Nefesh, Baal Mefer Ishtai. So any Inuy Nefesh, the Baal could be Mefer for his wife, Chutz Min Hanaasi Al Ploini. Okay, which is not Inuy Nefesh, because she is saying, nobody can have enough from me. She's not saying, I can't have enough from somebody. Nobody can have enough from me. So that is not Enoi Nefesh. She'enoi Mefer. Abo Hanas Ploini Alai. For someone else, where she asserts Hanas Ploini Alai, she's not going to have enough from somebody else. So then Mefer. Okay, now really on the surface, is a very, very simple memory of Shmuel. Again, like I said, the Ron brings an alternate. There are other Purushim that learn this in regards to Dvar Mishra and And that's why he could possibly answer our Shiloh from before. But according to the way the Ron learns this sugya. Shmuel is saying a pretty simple memra, so much so that some of the Rishonim asked, what's the Chiddush of what he's saying? That if, kol nidarim baal mefer le'ishtai, any nidre in a nefesh, a baal can be made for, for his wife, chutz mehanas plenty, mehanas siya plenty, except for my hana and somebody else. So what's the Chiddush here? So there's an interesting shot that Miri says, again, he's, if it's not in a nefesh, it's hanas siya plenty, that I am going to benefit somebody else, Right, I made a nether that I'm not going to benefit. She's make, she made a nether that she's not going to benefit somebody else. That's not even a nether. So what's the chiddush of Shmuel's memory? So some say that even if she has charata, that she made a nether in a moment of anger to ask her somebody else to have enough from her, that Shmuel's coming to teach us the chiddush that charata, no matter how much charata you have, that's not even nefesh. It has to be even nefesh. It has to be something that is a, a physical affliction. Not an emotional, not an emotional uh, affliction that you have charata, that's not considered any nefesh. Okay, I'll go upon him. But let's see, Tanan, again, so we're talking about, we're in Inu Nefesh over here. Shmuel makes a pretty simple statement, which is, at least simplistic statement according to the way Ram learns it, which is that any nether that's Inu Nefesh, the balcony nefer, any nether that's not Inu Nefesh, okay, meaning, that if she asserts someone else to have enough from her, so that's not her Indian Nefesh, that's maybe somebody else's Indian Nefesh, but it's not her Indian Nefesh, then the Baal can't be made for it. Now let's go to our Mishnah. Again, the second part of our Mishnah discussed, the first part discussed the Machlekes Rebiesi and the Chachamim in regards to Rechitza and Kisha. The second part of our Mishnah was a continuation of Rebiesi, and it basically talked about Paris. Now everybody holds that if she would restrict herself from eating Paris, that would be Enoi. Okay. Now the Mishnah brought three additional cases, and we're going to discuss these now. Paris Medina Zu Alai. If she said, "Okay, I'm not going to have any oranges from Florida," Paris Medina Medina Zu Alai. Then we said, "Yavila Medina Acheres." He can't be made for. He has to bring it from somebody else. 
Then he said, Peres chen v'nizelai. I don't want Peres from a certain store. So again, we said, any yachalahafer, he can't be maver. And the third case was, if that was the only place where the Baal had a tab, he had to buy her fruits. It's the only place that was going to extend him credit. So then that is the exclusive, their exclusive chenveni. Then the Baal can be maver. Okay? And we say, Diver of Yesi. So now let's keep this in mind. Tanah on our Mishnah says, Peris Medina Zu Alai, that if she says, Peris from a specific Medina are going to be also on me, Yavi Lami Medina Cheres. Right? So we see that. The Baal is not Mefer. She assured herself on Peres, and the Baal can't be Mefer. So Shmuel just said a sweeping statement that if she is assuring herself, Inu Nefesh, Kol Nidarim, that it's Inu Nefesh, the Baal can be Mefer. Well, here's a case where she restricted Peres, and it's Inu Nefesh. And yet, we said, Yavi Olam Medina Sacheres, means that the Baal cannot be Mefer. So Amr Rav Yesef, Amra Shetavi. No, really what's going on in the case of our Mishnah is she wanted the Baal to bring she wanted the Baal to bring the fruits. She's not really saying, she's okay. In other words, it's Ina Nefesh to restrict herself from having oranges from Florida. The Baal can't be made for That seems to be a steward to what Shmuel is saying. So the Gemara is trying to answer that, no, she's allowed to have oranges from Florida, but not if the Baal brings them. So since she's not restricting herself from something, she's just restricting herself. If it's brought al yidei the Baal, somebody else could bring it. Therefore, it's not considered a nether of Ina Nefesh. Okay, Tashima. Okay, let's carry that forward. Again, the Mishnah had three cases. Peres chen v'nizelai ein yachalahafer. So she said, we said that if it's, if she says Peres chen v'li, Yushmuel said any nether inu nefesh the Baal can be mefer. I see in our Mishnah. Let's go to case number two. That if she said I'm not going to have enough from the Peres of such and such chen v'ni, so that's also she's restricting herself. And what did we say? The Baal cannot be mefer. That seems to be a kasha on Shmuel. So the Gemara says hachanami amra shatavi ata. Okay, the second case is also where she. He said, I won't eat any perish from this chenveni if the husband is the one who brings it to me. Okay, let's look at the third case. Really? That's, so we're, we're now basically modifying our Mishnah that the cases of our Mishnah are talking about not that she's restricting herself and it's an inui, because in our Mishnah we had two versions so far in the first two cases of where we're not going to be made for the nether. Either Yavi Medina Acheres or Ein La'afara. So we have to explain that it had to do with the Baal. That's why. Because it's not really Inu Nefesh. She's not restricting herself from these Paris, neither from this Chenveni, nor from that Medina. It's just she's restricting if the Baal brings it. So that's not an Inu. She can say access to Paris from that Chenveni. And therefore, that's why the Baal can't be Mefer. Let's look at the third case. Well, let's get there. We're going to get there. Very good. Okay. Okay, so let's say she has no other... She, this is the only chenveni. The Baal has no other place where he could buy fruits from. Now, now, if we said in that case you could be mefer, so if what we're talking about, if the theme of our Mishnah isn't really that she's restricting herself from Paris from a certain Medina, from a certain chenveni, Right, which we said, you can't be Mefer, except if it's the only Chenveni where he could access fruits. If the whole problem of our Mishnah is that she doesn't want the Baal to bring her those Paris, but she's not restricting herself from those Paris, she can get them. So then, if so, am I Yafer? Let somebody else bring them. Let somebody else bring the Paris from that specific Chenveni. So why in that third case we have her? Ella, mi jesefa deloimaisi Baal, haveresha, mi jesefa deloimaisi Baal, have, since... Since the Seifa can't be a case of 
where the we're talking about that her neder is in regards to the husband bringing the fruit. Therefore, reisha the kamaisihi. The reisha also must not be maisihi is lafuki the ba'al, right? Must also be a case where she's talking about is she going to have the ability, even if she goes and gets it herself, to eat the fruits from there or not? Okay, so if so, if so, we're back to our kasha on Shmuel, which is, you can't tell me that it's a regards to the Baal. At the end of the day, when she says, I'm not going to have Anna from the Paris of this Medina or this Chenveni, she is restricting herself from those Paris. And you, Shmuel, said that kol nadarim, anything to do with Inuit, the Baal could be made for. And we see here that the Baal cannot be made for. So what's going on? How do we answer that? So Ella Reisha, you have to say, in Yachalahafer, really the Reisha is a case where the Baal can't be made for. Udukamaisihi, again, the Reisha is also a case, all the cases in our Mishnah we're talking about, none, none of the, we're, we're not restricting it to a case where she just doesn't want the Baal to bring it. Really, we're talking about that even if she brings it herself. And I, why can't you be made for? Masisin Rebyesihi, the Amar Ravhuna, Kula Pirkin Rebyesihi. Again, we're going back to this theme over here that the whole parak is Rebyesi. Umay in Yachalahafer, okay, which we're basically saying that according to the Rabbanon, according to the Rabbanon, Shmuel is going according to the Rabbanon, according to the Rabbanon, this would be in the category of Inui Nefesh, and the Baal would be able to mefer, be Mefer, meaning, what do we talk about? A partial restriction over here, right? This, we have three cases in the Sefer of our Mishnah. So, the third one, even Rabbiesi is going to agree. Now we're saying that this is all Rabbiesi. Even Rabbiesi is going to agree you could be Mefer because, because um, she, she, has no other, she has no other way to, um, she has no other way to get access to any fruits. Okay, so even Rabbiesi is going to agree that that's going to be considered Inui Nefesh because that's the only, that's the, the, the Baal's only access to fruits. So what we're saying now, when we said in Yachalahafer, even on the first two cases, meaning when she says Paris Medina Zu or Paris Chenvenize, what does that mean? Mishem Inu Nefesh, Avo Mefer Nedarim Shemei Nalevena. Okay, you can't be Mefer Nedarim Shemei Nalevena. So let's put everything we know in a category over here. So now we have, again, our mission started off, our parak started off with a Machlegis Rabbi and the Chachamim, seem to be in regards to, keep it very simple, Rechitza and Kishut, okay? Not the im, just the machlik is there. We're according to all we knew in our Mishnah was the Rabbanon held that that was Inu Nefesh. Rabbi Yaisi said it's not Inu Nefesh. What is Inu Nefesh? Paris. Okay, and then we had three cases. We had Paris, Kain and Paris. And then we had, what about modification cases of Paris, which is, she says, Kain and Paris, Medina Zoo, Kain and Paris, um, We said the Baal can't be made for. And then the last case, because that's the only access, that's clear. Again, because the Baal could only get Paris from this Chenveni, so her restricting her making a nether through this chenri, which is his only access to get Paris, means that she's essentially making a nether not to eat Paris, which is definitely Inuit according to everybody. So, where we're up to like this now, based on our Mishnah, how you understand things, let's line it up, because we learned a couple more cases. Now we have to fill in some more information. So, according to the Rab, according to the, Rab, the Chachamim, Inui would be, the following things would be Inui. Or let's just go through case by case. We, we, we could do it that way. We can always make a chart in our heads. So we have, um, we have right now we have, Four things that we've been discussing between today, yesterday, and today. Okay? Uh, really, well, we'll call it five. Rechitza, Kishot. We have Peiros, full restriction of Peiros, as manifested by the final case we're in Umenu. We have to discuss Tashmish. And then what about restricted Peiros? Meaning Peiros, where she says, I'm not going to get from this Medina, or I'm not going to get from this Chenveni, is that considered? So according to the Rabbanon, let's go through it. According to the Chachamim, 
it's clear that Rechitza, Kishot, Peirais, and partially restricted Peirais would all be Inui. That's the way our Gemara is learning now. The only Shaila we had that we weren't Peishit was in regards to Tashmish. According to the Rabbanon, when she answers her Hanas Tashmisha, is that considered Inui Nefesh? No, that we don't know according to the Rabbanon. But the other four, it's clear that it's Inui. Rechitza, Kishot, that was clear in the Mishnah. We've now learned in Gemara that a Paris, everybody agrees to, that is Enoi. And then partial Paris, now the way we now have a better understanding of our Mishnah, partial Paris, where we said the Baal can't be made for, for Enoi, only for the Ram Shemayin, the way, no, that's according to Rabbi That means according to the Chachamim, that would be Enoi. And then, and then, like we said, everybody would agree, and then Tashmish is a Shiloh. According to Rabbi now, according to Rabbi we have, again, clear understanding. All those, all those five cases, right? Rechitza, with the exception of Paris. So full restriction Paris, that's going to be Inui. But if you go Rechitza, Kishut, partial restriction Paris, okay, and Tashmish, those are all going to be Dvarm Shemena. So that's where we're up to right now. If you're keeping tabs and you want to just put together so far everything that we've learned in our parak into what is the Machlekes the Rabbanon and, and Rav Yaisi, I think that would be a succinct way to do it. So let's see the next sugi now. Amar Rav Yehuda Amar Shmuel. Yehuda says, "B'shem Shmuel, nadra mishtei kikaras." Let's say she makes another from two kikaras. Ba'achas misana, so she says, "I'm not going to eat the, these two kikaras." Ba'achas misana, one of them creates inui for her. Uva'achas ein misana, one of them doesn't create inui for her. So the mafarish has a very simple. Well, if she eats one and she's hungry, so then she no longer would have inui for not eating the second one. She already has the first one. But we're going to go with the Ron. The Ron says that what's what's the difference between inui and not inui? That one is made out of soilus nikia. And one made its pas made out of a fine flour, and one's made out of pas kibur, it's coarse flour. So, meaning only the one, the only one that's going to be inoi for her is the one that's the good flour. The bad flour is not going to be inoi for her. So, now we want to know, mitoich says Shmuel, mitoich shehu mefer lemisane, since one of these, the hainu, the pasness, the pasness, the, 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 the fine flour is inoi, mitoich shehu mefer lemisane, mefer lesheinoi misane. Because you're mefer for the Masana, therefore you're mefer for the Eina Masana. Now, says the Ran here to explain the Machlekes, I didn't explain the other Shita yet, but to explain this Shita of Shmuel, which is that we're going to consider this one nether. Why? Because it's on two loaves of bread. It's both in the same category of food. And then, like this, here's the deal. So, when it comes to Afara, now we're going to have to contrast the rush contrast to Tatara. So, let's just remember, we're in Afara. What's the primary difference between Afara and Hatara? That Afara works, uh, Afara works Mikanu Lahaba, okay? But we've also actually said, Hatara is Lamafreya, it's Iker, right? And we already know, Nether Shotar Mekzasai, Hotar Kula, that's Hatara. Here we're talking about Hafara, okay? Yet Shmuel is saying, when it comes to Hafara, Mitoich Shehu Mefer, Lemisana Mefer Shehu Mesana. Why? And I, well, let's throw another, another component in there. We already know, we learn that certainly Bidvarm Shmei Levena, the way Hafara works, is you can limit the hafara. Now here it is inui, but we're saying Why says the Ran? Because the pasuk says isha yifeirenu, and we're going to learn out from from isha yifeirenu. The Gemara is going to have it on daf pezayin that the baal has to be mefer the whole nether. So let's look at it like this. She, it's one nether, because it's one category of food. It's two different types of loaves. One is one creates inui, one doesn't create inui. Okay, but the baal has to be mefer. The whole nether, okay? And therefore, since, as long as it's considered one nether, the hainu, it's all food, it's all bread. It's, she made a nether about eating bread. 
She only has, only one of these loaves is going to create an Inui for her. The whole nether is considered a mefer. Why? Because you can't, you can't split it. So we have to say either the hafara works and it's made for the entire nether or the hafara doesn't work and it's not made for anything. So maybe you'll tell me, let's, be made, let's, let's say the hafara doesn't work and there's no hafara here at all. Well, when I look at this picture, Lemaisa now, there's Inui in her nether. So I can't, if I have to pick one, Zero, the hafara works zero, it doesn't work at all, or it works 100%. Since Lamaisa, when I look at the picture of this nether, even only on some things it's Inui, Lamaisa, it's all one category of food, and Lamaisa is Inui, so I have to say some form of greater that I'll have to say that it drags it along, that as soon as Mefer, Mitoich, that's Shmuel Shita, Mitoich, Shu, Mefer, Lemasana, Mefer, Shaina, Masana. Rabasi, Amr Yechni argues, he says, Mefer, Lemasana, Vein, Mefer, Shaina, Masana. That the Hafara is only Chal on the Masana. Why? Because this din that the Hafara has to be on the whole nether, it means on the whole part of the nether that is an Inui. You, what you can't do is if you have two things that are Inu, you can't be made for, the Baal can't be made for part of the nether and not be made for the other part. But it, whatever is subject to, to Hafara has to be 100%. Over here, only one of the loaves is subject to Hafara. And therefore, so that's a fundamental difference. How do we view the Machlekes? Shmuel says that no, we, view, we, we step out of the picture, we view the picture. Is there Inu in this picture? Yes. If there's Inu in this nether, yeah. And the Hafara on the whole nether has to be on the whole nether. Rav Asiyam Rav Yechanan, B'Shem Rav Yechanan, says that we don't view it that way. No, the, this din that the Hafara has to be on 100% is on 100% of what is subject to Hafara. Dahainu Inui. That's, when, that's what the Gemara means later when it tells us that you have to be made for everything. Everything that could. You can't, if, both, if you have two things that are creating Inui, you can't be made for one of them. But if it's only one of the two that is being made for, you can cut it up. They get the Amri, just a different Lushan. So here, we had a Machagis, Rabbi Huda Amr Shmuel versus Rabbi Asi, Amr Rabbi Yechanan, that's still going to be Rabbi Yechanan Shita, the Amri, that it wasn't a member of the Ravasi after Rabbi Yechanan, but rather Ravasi asked Rabbi Yechanan, and Amr Lay, to which Rabbi Yechanan responded, either way we get that this is Shita's Rabbi Yechanan, who argues on Shmuel, may for the Messana, may for the Shein Messana. Okay, like I said here, the rush clearly says, if you look at the fifth last line of the rush, Again, so drawing on what we've already learned, Hafara, which is Mikan Ulaba, Masha Hutter Hutter, okay, Vahashar Oimeid. Okay, so therefore, you can say, in Rav Yechon, there's an understanding of saying, again, it's a different svara in Shmuel, why it drags along. At least according to the way the Ran, it's, it's, it's this, this nice Kiddush, which is that when we look at the entire picture, we can't separate the two. It's one nether. It's both about food. We can't separate the two. Okay, in Shmuel. It's not a problem of you can't be mefer, you know, you can't be matir part of the nether. This is hafara. In hafara, you theoretically could. The problem is that the hafara needs to apply 100%. It doesn't need to go back, but it needs to apply 100%. And as opposed to Rabbi Yechanan, who says that, no, when we look at hafara, we can cut it up many different ways, even, and I think the chiddush of this Gemara is, we knew that by a hafara, didn't see this anywhere, but we knew that by, uh, by a hafara, that it's varmish that the hafara can be cut, meaning it could apply only to the chelak atzmai, meaning as long as she's shayach to him. But at this point, we were thinking that when it came to hafara of a nether that had inui, that maybe it should more work like a hatara, right? It should work. It should be all encompassing. It should be complete. Kamash Malan, according to Rav Yechanan, that even by a hafara that is on an inui, we can still limit 
the effect of the hafara to the thing that creates inoy, to the pas that creates inoy. Okay, so just to quickly... Just to quickly rehash, we, we started with the shadow again, just to fill in, kind of fill in if we were to imagine a chart, which I did not make, but if we were to imagine a chart, so we had brought in that, again, in our Mishnah, the, the Rabbanon and Rabbi Yesi had a machlekes, whether or not Rechitza and Inui, and on yesterday's daf we already said that the, the machlekes, whether it's, I'm sorry, Rechitza and Kishot, whether it's Inui, according to the Rabbanon, or is it Dvarm according to Rabbi Yesi. According to Rabbi Yesi, we said that Tashmish is Dvarm We wanted to know, according to the Rabbanon, is it Inui as well, just as does it fit along with the category of Rechitza, Kishot, Tashmish, where she says, Hanas, Tashmisha, Chalai, Ein Adam, Ein Adam, like we said, Ein Adam, Meichel, Ein Mechilin, Esa, Adam, Davara, Aserlai, do we also say, according to, according to the Chachamim, that it's going to have a din of Inui? We were not Peshat Shalat, we tried to be Peshat Shalat from Netulan and Yehudim, but we said that that is really Reb Yesi. It's another Stam Mishnah later in our parak, and because of the way our first Mishnah in the parak ended with the Dibri Reb Yesi, it means all the further Mishnahites are Reb Yesi. According to Reb Yesi, we're clear that it's the Ram Shayna How do we know? What do we see in that Mishnah? Because the Nether remains into effect in regards to everybody else. If she should marry somebody else, she's going to be usher to have Hanas Tashmish to everybody else. So we already knew that Tashmish is the Shayna According to Rabbi Yaisi, we were asking about the Rabbanon, the Peshadah was not Nifshat. Then comes along Shmuel and makes this statement, which is now going to teach us about the Seifa of our Mishnah. Meaning we knew, again, Rechitza, Kishot, and Tashrish we've discussed, Peirois everybody held was Inui, okay? But based on the way we learned, Shmuel made a statement talking about Inui, saying that any, any neder of Inui, the Balkami Mefer, and we asked Akasha, how do you understand the safe of our Mishnah? Because there's Inui when, the, when she makes a nether saying, I'm not going to have Paris from a certain Medina or from a certain Chenveni, there's Inui there as well. Now, again, if it's the only Chenveni, so then she is essentially cutting off her access to Paris, that everybody holds as Inui. That's not a question. It's the, for, the other two cases where we had where she's partially restricting herself and it seemed like the way we had to learn our Mishnah was that it's not going to be, that we said Ene Mefer. So it can't be it can't be, right? It can't be Inui. So we answered that, no, really, when we said Ene Mefer in those two cases, that the nether is going to remain into effect when she partially restricts Paris, that's really Reb Yesi. And what we're saying is it doesn't have Inui, partially restricted Paris, but it is Dvarim Shemei Nelevena. Now, I didn't necessarily speak this out. Why is Dvarim Shemei Nelevena? Because he has to provide her the fruit. So it's going to be a pain for him if she's now effectively limiting where he can get Paris from, right? So that's going to affect him. So it's a Dvarim according to Rabbi Yaisi. So partially restriction of Paris is Dvarim According to the Rabbanon, the way Shmuel will learn it, Shmuel made a sweeping statement. According to the Rabbanon, even a partial restriction of Paris would be considered Inuit Nefesh. Okay, and that's where we're up to. And then we just ended with introducing the Machlekes between Shmuel and Rabbi Yechanan in regards to if she makes a neder that is on one type of food and within, there's only one, one, one of those, the Hainu, the that there's two different types of breads in there and one is going to create it and one's not. Shmuel holds that because we view the entire picture, you can't bifurcate the two. The hafara needs to take effect on the entire nether. It's one nether. You can't view this possibly as two nether. It's one nether. And therefore, since the hafara takes effect on part of it, you can't say that the hafara is only partially in effect. Hafara, a nether that has hafara needs to be completely hofar. And therefore, the hafara would take effect on the 
pas that is not creating inui. And Rabbi Yechanan says that no, that when we say that a nether has to take, a, the, the afar has to take a 100% effect, it's 100% effect on what is inui in the nether, what's creating the inui, and that's the, what the afara takes effect on, and therefore it's only a hafara for the misana and not for the shayna misana.